Hello, and welcome to the Drop Everything podcast. I'm Scott Show, And I'm Sarah Kessler. And Sarah supports numerous people in our finance and legal departments. Now, her main executive right now is Jennifer Rock, who is the chief accounting officer of Zillow Group. Uh, and we are getting used to this COVID life. This is the first episode of the podcast that we've done since we've gone fully remote as a company. Has it been crazy for you, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, it's been an adjustment. I have a little bit of experience supporting execs who are located in different offices. So I think that gave me a little bit of a one-up, but it definitely took a little bit of time to get into a groove, you know, communicating with Jen and the other people I support. Oh, yeah. I think we're all kind of getting used to that. I'm kind of like you where I'm lucky that I had teams like in San Francisco that I'm used to being a bit remote with. Um, for those for those EAs that didn't, what would you say is like one of the one of the best tips you could give them about supporting an executive remotely? Um, I think just always having an open line of communication, whether it's Slack or email or text. I think when you are not in the same location as your exec, it can get a little bit tricky when you need to get their attention. You know, for if they have an interview coming up in one minute and something's changed, um, you just need to be able to have that open communication so they can expect to hear from you on these different platforms. Yeah. Has it has it changed your day to day much in terms of work? It has a little bit. I think that I was so used to just being able to pop my head up and ask Jen a quick question or the admins that sit near me ask them a question about scheduling or, you know, use them as a sounding board. It's obviously not nearly as easy as it once was, but I think that it just has forced me to, you know, jump on more blue jeans calls and be more specific with the questions that I'm asking and how I'm asking them so that I can, you know, not be wasting people's mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that they've pushed for almost more meetings rather than less nowadays, uh, uh, which is good. You get a lot of FaceTime with people. You know, just uh, more and more caps as this goes on. Have you gone through a hair crisis yet? I feel like I'm going through one now. Uh, I haven't. I'm very lucky. I got my hair cut and colored about, I don't know, three weeks before this all started. So I'm good for a while. And I'm very appreciative that I had the hindsight to do that. I should have got it cut right before this mess. But I think I was following the news a little too closely before it happened. So I was already a little nervous about getting it done. Um, so I've started to yeah I don't blame <laughs> yeah I started to definitely hop on the wear a cap during meetings sometimes boat. Um, it was hilarious during the AI forum, which is the first like big event that I ran online that ha- it was external facing. I was teaching Jazz how to moderate the session since he was moderating Q and A, and I figured I wouldn't be on camera at all this day, you know. So it's like okay, I don't need to fix my hair. <laughs> I'll just be moderating from the back. So he's, so he's like, oh, you can turn people's like mics and cameras on. And I was like, yeah. And then he turns my mic on or my camera on. I was oh, like, no. no. And I just turned it off right away. I was like, yes, don't turn people's cameras on. <laughs> so. Yeah. You never know what someone's doing with their camera off. So it's better just to be yeah, safe. Exactly. Sorry. My hair is a mess. He was laughing. But yeah, it was it was good experience overall. <laughs> So you've been in finance and legal for a long time now. I know, you know, being on AI and econ, you pick up a bunch of fun, random tips that you hear from all of the researchers. And what have you heard, like, or what have you learned in finance throughout this time? Like fun tips and tricks, maybe about taxes or investing? I would say that it's the thing I have paid most attention to. And I've learned definitely over the years is just to be like, so cautious about your spending. Um, And I, think this has sort of bled into my personal life as well which is you know always a good thing but you've 
you learn that how you spend your money at Zillow um, for morale, you know, whether it's like for small team events, big team events, it really affects your org as a whole. Um, Cause the more money you spend on smaller team events, the less money you have as a whole team to do these mm. larger things. So you really want to be cautious of where you're spending money and make sure that the, what you're spending your money on is really beneficial for morale and that sort of thing. Um, I think that there are a lot of teams that don't think about that and don't really think about how it affects the, you know, grander scheme. Yeah, things. I agree with you there. I think that it's something that we in analytics, we always took fairly seriously as well. You know, Heather and I always had a spreadsheet and we were tracking budgets like to the to the dollar if we could before these dashboards were rolled out. And Stan always liked to see those reports. So we would always pay close mind to that as well and try to keep on track. Going back to Sarah and off of work now, what's the most exciting experience you've had in your life? Diving into the good questions. <laughs> oh, man. I was thinking about this one. And I think all of my exciting experiences revolve around travel. Um, and it's not that anything specific happened on those trips that was overly exciting, but it was just going to these places that I'd never sure, been yeah. before. Um my whole family went to Norway last year for my brother's wedding and my husband and I turned it into a little bit of a Europe trip and we went to Copenhagen and Iceland mm -hmm. as well. And I just did some, we did some things in Iceland that we never thought we would get to do. We got to hike down a waterfall. Um, we drove along the, um, to the South coast of Iceland and it was just, I mean, it was beautiful. It was a place I didn't know much about, and now my husband and I can't stop talking about going back. Every, yeah, every time I see a documentary um, or like a food special there, it's always like so in touch with nature, and everything is just like gathered locally. It's crazy. Well, and it's such. I mean, it's a pretty quick flight from Seattle. I mean, it's relative, but it's about seven and a half hours um, oh, that's nonstop. Which I mean, that's not that much longer than going no. to New York. So it's, it's kind of a cool idea that you could do, you know, like a long weekend in Iceland if you yeah, wanted that's to. that's crazy. And when you were in Norway, did they have those, like, that gigantic breed of cat everywhere, the Norwegian forest cat? I love those. They're, like, huge. And they have longer no, hair. Oh, man. that sounds amazing. We were in, um, so my sister-in-law is from a small town in Norway um, called Arendal, which some people will recognize the name as the town in Frozen. Oh. Um, <laughs> And so we were, that's the only place in Norway that we went, but it was beautiful. It was, um, it's on the water and it was like a perfect, like 65 degrees and sunny. And we had a lot of fun Nice. There. So outside of the, the travel, which has clearly been hampered with these times, what are you doing to kind of fill your spare time these days? Oh man, it's been hard nice. to come up with things to fill my time. I didn't realize, you know, my, I live fairly close to the office, so my commute wasn't that long, but the amount of free time I have in my days now that I'm not commuting mm -hmm. to and from the office, um, I've had to get creative. I've done a lot of baking. I've baked quite a few different kinds of bread, Ooh. but uh, my husband and my carb intake really went through the roof, so <laughs> I uh, <laughs> uh, stepped back a little bit on that one. And then I... Um, I've just been working out. We have a Peloton and it's been a life. I've also taken up exercising, which I like never do, but you have so much time. And like you said, <laughs> the commute time alone just saves you, gives you that extra chunk of time in the day that you can just exercise with. And the weather is so nice these days too, that getting outside like for a walk or a run 
it's so nice and it really changes oh my gosh yeah i try to support the local cafes and stuff too that need it and thankfully around me they've been really safe everyone has up like plastic you know boards that you can't come across you just swipe your card and they pass you a drink from below it it's great um, I've also been going kind of crazy on the food. I always love to cook, but since I have so much time, it's been going just like that extra mile where I've been like home roasting my own sandwich meats and making my own pickles. It's getting a little crazy. Oh my god! I'm probably gonna pull back a little. Wait, what kind of what kind of sandwich meat? Um, so, so it's crazy because I figured out that you know sandwich meat. If you actually buy the meat yourself, it's so much cheaper and so much tastier making yourself. So I've been doing like cuts like turkey legs are super cheap and super easy, right? You just wrap it in some foil, put on some liquid smoke and some spices, roast it, and then you just pull it yourself and you have a ton of sandwich meat. It tastes way better than the processed stuff that you get and it's cheaper for the amount you get. Wow, I'm going to have so, to look into that. So going into this, what what is your favorite? We were using last meal, if you had a last meal, but we decided that was too bleak. So we're going to go with favorite meal from now on. <laughs> What's your favorite meal? Um, oh man, it's so hard to come up with just one, but I am a sucker for homemade pasta and any kind of oh, yum. seafood. Homemade pasta is amazing when it's good. Yeah, so maybe like a shrimp scampi, Ooh. which now I'm just making Rain myself too. hungry. <laughs> so fun fact, Sarah was my Z pal when I started at Zillow. So one of the first people that I met on the admin team, we would grab coffees together. And how big were we back then? Oh my gosh, admin? I don't even know. I, I mean, it, that feels like so long ago. It's so crazy. I think that's when, did we both sit on the yeah, floor? Yeah, that's right. And gosh, I want to say we couldn't have had more than like 13 admins or something. Yeah, something like that. It was definitely not a large group. We could easily fit into one conference room, which we can't. Oh my say gosh, now. not even close. Yeah, it's kind of wild looking at how much we've grown since then. You have how many admins loan in the finance and legal orgs? Um, we have, let's see. So we have three admins in the finance org. So that's Tracy, um, who supports Alan, our CFO, and Emily Erickson, who supports uh, Jess Lee, um, our VP of finance. And then myself, who I support, Jen Rock and uh, Freedom. And then we have Andrea Gibbs, who is in um, our on our legal team, and she supports a few of the lawyers. Nice, it's grown so much. So, what is uh, what's like that one standout moment when you have an interview with an admin that you're like, you would do great in this role? Um, I think I always look for someone who can think quickly on their feet. Um. As I'm sure you know, in this oh, yeah. role, things are constantly changing and no day is ever the yeah. same. Um, so you need someone who is going to be able to support multiple execs at once and um, come up with solutions on the fly. That's always been something I look for. Nice. And what's a fun project you're working on these days? Um. Well, for work, I've sort of been, because I'm I support a few members on the finance team, but I also support Brad Owens, our general counsel, and Jeff Kibbe, um, who is also on our legal team. And so I've been spreading myself across both orgs right now. And so I'm trying to take on more projects um, in on the legal team um, and helping out Jeff with scheduling all hands and making sure those run smoothly. But I'm hoping to get into a little bit more project work since my bandwidth has changed a little bit with the work from home. Um, but let's see, a personal project, I, since 
you know, it seems like I'm going to be working from home for a while. I thought I would make my office a little more warm and friendly. And so I've started ordering some furniture and some wall decor. I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks I can make it look a lot more warm. And oh, I really need to do that. I still haven't like spent that little stipend we got to improve the office environment. Uh, I did buy a bar cart mm-hmm. as funny as it was. <laughs> Not that drinking is coming into play during <laughs> these times, but hey. Um, <laughs> so I bought a bar cart and I started pulling out all of the liquor and wine bottles that I had from like our, my freezer and my cabinet. The amount of space I cleared up was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Once I got That's it awesome. on, I was like, oh, my God, I currently stock a nice bar for friends that cannot come over at the moment, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, what are you looking forward to <laughs> most when this all calms down and we all get to start going out again? Oh, my gosh. So many things. <laughs> um, well, I would say first, just getting to, like, hug my oh, family. Yeah. I have seen them. Um My brother and his wife and my parents all live in Seattle and we've seen each other, but we've kept our distance. Um, And so I think it'll just be nice to not have to worry about, you know, keeping our distance and sort of get back to our regular lives. Um, But we're all, I mean, my husband and I have talked, we talk about this probably once a day that we are so excited to just go out to dinner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We just want to go to dinner, have a nice glass of wine, you know, and because it's been so long since we've done that. So we're really really looking forward to that. And we always talk about what restaurant we would want to go to and it changes all the time, (laughs) but also travel too. We've had a few trips that are canceled um, that we, I mean, hope to reschedule at one point, but it just, I have my suitcase in my closet and it just sort of stares at me (laughs) and like haunts me that I don't get to use it. (laughs) It's kind of crazy though, when you look at this, because I also like to go out and try new restaurants really often with friends. Um, man, it does wonders on the bank account because I feel like when I look at how much I usually spend on eating out, I was like, geez, I'm uh, really saving up a little here. Maybe I should cook more often at home. <laughs> All right. And I was also super happy, which I know you were supportive of. It had little mixed views about not returning to the office super soon. And Zillow announced that it was going to support working from home for the remainder of the year. I was super glad that our company was so supportive of all of us in different situations where you don't know how many friends or family members that are either immunocompromised or older. And you voiced your opinion that, you know, you, you were very thankful for that because you hang out with your family often. Yeah. I, I think that it just gave me a sense of relief. Um, Cause we were, I think getting close, we were approaching the uh, sort of end date that they had set of when they would readdress if we would continue to work from home. And it was just, nice to know that each person can kind of do what works best for them. Um, I have parents who are older. And so it's nice to know that I don't necessarily put myself in a situation where I'm going back into the office and exposing myself to a lot more people than I have been. Um, So I think that that is something I'm very thankful for. And I think that Zillow really is setting the bar for these other tech companies that, you know, they, you need to be giving your, employees some flexibility especially you know the parents with all the kids out of school and there's no summer camps and all those things so I think that Zillow is just one step ahead of everyone else yeah agreed that was we were I think the first one that I heard of of the large tech companies to announce that uh, they could work from home from the end of the year now it's kind of like uh, who can go the furthest and Twitter just announced this week that their employees can work from home indefinitely (laughs) so yeah Yeah, that's pretty wild but good for them hey whatever works for the model right I, I do miss the office mm-hmm. a little, mainly snacks. 
I know my snack game is, is not nearly as good as it was <laughs> in the office. <laughs> Probably a good thing, though. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me on the first remote edition of the Drop Everything podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And until next time, always have a plan. And be ready to drop everything. <laughs>